Hello folks, welcome back to another episode of Confessions of a CEO, the mini-series with me and Abby, where we're diving into all things profit, planning, and making your business infinitely better with our two brains. <laughs> so today we're going to be talking about planning, and this is an episode that you really need to listen to, because if you feel like you are sidelining working on your business and actually doing marketing, planning for yourself, financial goals, any of those things, and all you're doing is serving clients and you're wondering why you're still struggling, you're going to want to listen to this episode. We're going to dive in. How are you, Abby? I am good. I'm excited for this one because I feel like I get to see you nerd out on all things like planning and forecasting and spreadsheets. And it's the stuff that's not sexy, but it's the stuff that gets you Mm -hmm. where you want to be in business. It's kind of like the silent hero. Um, and with entrepreneurship, we don't we don't have a boss telling us what to do. Mm. So the getting organized piece yeah. is so important. And I think for plan planning for me and a spreadsheet or goals all laid out in tangible way that I can see it forecasted to actions, that kind of planning gives me peace of mind and peace in my brain. I mean, I, I will I will be the first to admit that looking at a spreadsheet and putting data into it makes me calm down. And I'm unusual, and I know that. <laughs> Most people avoid it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and don't get me wrong, I definitely push it, kick that can down the road sometimes enough that I'm like, oh, I really need to do this shit now. But when I do do it, especially the way that we're going to be doing it in Psychorish Lead for our cohort, is we're going to be setting such an intentional plan for the year and it starts with planning. It starts by actually taking charge of your business instead of being a passenger for the ride. As I said, if all you're doing is serving clients, their businesses will end up better Mm. than yours and that's not what we want. Like we want them to have great results, but we also know you deserve that too. So it starts by planning. So let's start with some questions. Okay, let me ask you this, Abs. Why do people struggle with planning? I think, as I said before, it's not sexy, and it can be intimidating. And I think when you become your own boss and you start to, to you know, grow a business from scratch, we're not necessarily given a rule book. So we're in this like frantic searching for what is the right thing to do? What are my non-negotiable things? Like what the hell even is this business? You know, usually business owners get into it, the type of people we work with because of the impact yeah. they want to make and, because they are service providers or creatives, Mm -hmm. like they have something to give the world. And things like working on the business, looking at money and spreadsheets and thinking about like goal setting and scaling and income and profit and like all of these things that require a lot of discipline, they're like skills within themselves. Yeah, and it's overwhelming. You get a huge company, you would have like, head off for all of these departments whereas as an entrepreneur you wear all of the hats so I think there's a combination of what do I even need to plan for what does that look like and then the accountability piece like nobody is holding our hand to do these things so I think it's natural that our brain defaults into what is safe and comfortable and fun and we can kind of forget the working on the business versus working in the business Mm -hmm. yeah and we become these passengers rather than these active drivers of our business so it's very easy for it to sort of best analogy veer off course because you know, you're going to be spending your days doing course corrections versus feeling like you're actually on a journey to a destination you've decided on with actions that help you get there. And it literally starts by planning. 
<laughs> so mm-hmm. where do we even mm-hmm. start? Why do people, when people struggle with it, it's very common, as you say, because of they just don't know how. So if we're educating today, which I really want to, because it's such a huge part of our businesses, where do they even start with planning? I mean, it took me a while to get there, you know, as an ADHD girl, <laughs> uh, my brain gets pulled in a million different directions yeah. and I'm constantly searching for dopamine. <laughs> so sitting down to do <laughs> forecasting and thinking about things that I can't tangibly see yeah. is, is super difficult. Does that feel a bit crunchy so, for your brain? <laughs> yeah, it does. Like there's already like 10 things going on. And then the mm. thought of thinking about what I'm going to be doing in June next year is overwhelming as hell. Yeah. So I think where to start for me like the first thing that I started to do through working with coaches and different things like that is in a weird way like compartmentalizing your business Mm -hmm. and almost stepping into a different identity like embodying a different version Mm -hmm. of Abby when I had to approach certain tasks so dividing my business into okay we serve clients Mm -hmm. and that is the delivery side of my business okay I need to actually do the business foundations and like look at the money that we're bringing in and the offers and you know what does the business look like what are the financial goals so that's kind of like cash Mm -hmm. and then on top of that we need to sell ourselves like this business wouldn't exist we wouldn't have the clients to serve if we didn't know how to market ourselves and be visible online Mm -hmm. we are an online business at the end of the day so content Mm. Um, and I think both of us kind of like started to figure out this kind of like three C's to, like at the same time we're kind of together yeah. so like clients cash content mm-hmm. and then within that my brain can look at those three things and be like okay what falls into each under each category mm. and how can we set how can we strategize and set goals for the business that we want a year from now and then reverse engineer right would you agree yeah Absolutely. Yeah. Clients, cash and content and intentional actions, but planning for each of those. So for me, planning clients, it's like, how many people do I physically have the energy to take on amongst a life I want to live, live with boundaries, time for myself um, and time to actually serve and also work on my business at the same time. So how much capacity energetically do I have to hold people? And what does that then look like around my offers? How are they structured? Do they need to be redefined? Especially as we're coming into another year, we're really looking at what strategically makes sense. If the clients are who we're delivering to, the offers we create, do our offers need to be revisited from price to deliverables to time it takes us to who we're serving so it's almost like a little body of work around the offers with the clients and how much time you have to give and then cash is is it all still priced for profit and that kind of then links back to like are the offers still the thing that exists without needing to be changed or do they need to be changed in line with the new goals that you're heading for and then content is how much time am I spending marketing my business because that's almost another client in itself of time right so you've got Mm. to sort of balance all of these things and then thinking about when am I doing what throughout the year like if I'm thinking now in December was recording this that I would like to launch something new next year I realistically need to give myself three months. I need space Mm -hmm. because I'm not just creating something new or refining an offer. I'm also serving and delivering the offer that I have at the moment. So I need to give myself space Mm. to do it. So that means that maybe March is launch time. What do I need to do to be ready in March? 
in February and January and what am I doing before I close for December and Christmas so it's all very intentional and I'm a little nerd so I've got a little spreadsheet finance goals (laughs) too (laughs) which everyone inside of Courage Lead is going to get my little quarterly dashboard monthly planning for finance as well because I actually think it's fun to look at a spreadsheet, input a bunch of numbers in like, this is kind of what I want to bring in every month and every quarter and throughout the year. Um, How do I break that down per month? So therefore, how many offers do I need to sell? Like if I said, oh, I'm comfortable having two clients, is the two offers priced in a way that's going to actually get me to my goal? So it's all kind of lots and lots of moving Mm. parts, but playing with possibility as well is part of planning. Yes. That's yeah, I was going to say, this reminds me of like the, I guess the energy that we've created mm. Courage to Lead from is about encouraging people to step out of their comfort zones in business. Heck yes. Like, and there's an identity <laughs> shift that happens from when you first start your business. It's a guessing game. You're kind of, you know, we've said this in previous episodes, you're on Google and you're trying to like, you know, salvage for all of this, search for this information. Mm. And I think there's a transition that happens into becoming a courageous leader, being able to self-lead. And sometimes the scary thing is taking that step back and thinking about, okay, if I want to push the boundaries with my income and I want to make an extra 10K this year, I want to hit that 100K, whatever the goal is for you, right, it's relative. I think there is a key skill, a key leadership skill that needs to be taught and practiced, which is why we've created this space so people can practice this Mm. it's not an overnight Mm -hmm. thing it's the skill of foresight and it's that skill of like life is always going to be life in (laughs) and you know you've got business you've got personal life but that skill of foresight allows you to like how good are you at holding what you have Mm -hmm. serving the clients that you've got but then being able to stack because everyone wants this like crazy mm-hmm. like product suite with upsell and downsell and the, the ability to travel and go here and make 50k months and all of this stuff that the online space glamorizes yep. but not enough people talk about how like the discipline and the accountability is, that's needed to get there yeah and I think that transition phase is what makes it smoother is practicing that skill of foresight like what do I want what am I desiring at this next stage? Mm-hmm. If I'm wanting this much money, how is it practically going to be broken down into like physically getting there? Yeah, you know? 100%. I couldn't agree more because it, it, you've got to now think about your business isn't this baby thing. You're not a newbie. If you are, this is still mm-hmm. a really good thing for you to walk into your business doing straight away. But it's sitting down every year, every quarter, every month, if not twice a month to look at what is coming minimum you should be doing is once a month to look at like what's coming ahead like right now we're setting q1 goals so we're looking at january february march but then it's like what are the actions that we need to take in every single month how are we setting ourselves up how are we checking our finances are they meeting our projections are we making adjustments do we need support what do we need all of these little things are structured that's so important as we grow businesses as we just get more seasoned it doesn't even have to be that you're scaling right if your job and goal is just to sustain but to do it with a bit more peace and ease planning and structure is a huge part of that so making this a part of your operations planning is an operational tool can't stress that enough just like marketing is an operation it has to be a part of your systems and processes that these things are included you know because it's always like I remember someone saying to me, it's really hard to get to a goal that you can't picture, you can't see. It's like 
pointing at the map and being like, where am I going? Don't know. Get lost along the way. Whereas if you've got a very clear, defined goal, purpose, reason, plan, you have the map in your hand to get there. You've created it. You've made it because you know where you're going. You can visualize it. And that's such an important part of this as well. It's like, you also realign yourself with your goals when you do these planning sessions. Every single month, you're kind of checking, am I still in alignment with the goals? Do I need to, you know, life had a moment, so do I need to come back on track? Where do I need to put my efforts in this month? What did I do last month that worked? Because it's all data mm-hmm. as well. Like, the more you do it and the more you track, it sounds very boring when I say data, but I mean, like, did you get your clients from word of mouth? <laughs> did you, you know, like... Did you get it's about visibility? Yeah, it's about visibility of your business. Yeah, and I think that's an empowering thing to have Mm. that we take for granted. Yeah, um, like no having like clarity is such an underrated thing. Like clarity Mm. on who it is you're serving, clarity on how your offer gives people the transformation, clarity on what money is coming in. Like I think from a, a mindset perspective and how we show up in our business and how we see ourselves and our relationship with our business, like what how we treat things is how it shows up for us and I think taking money as an example the way that we treat money the way we speak about money um the what 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 we believe in our stories around money will dictate how it shows up for us so if you avoid doing your if you don't even look at your money in a (laughs) month or you don't know you know when that client's leaving you're gonna need to oh and it's kind of like and maybe you just turn up like we look this way yeah this is how money is going to show up for us yeah. because it dictates how we act yeah. and what we prioritize and our decisions, how we make decisions. And then that bleeds into everything we do. And then we wonder why we're not making the money that we want to make. Like that money is just an example, but yeah. it's, it applies to everything like content, for example. Yeah. Um, what does, I guess, mastering the skill of foresight look like for you or how has it looked for you over the last year in mm. your business? a good question Uh, if I think about where I was last year and I'd had I had a pretty tough year and so everything felt like I was running on empty and I was determined for this year not to feel the same way so the it was so it needed to be so intentional because this is my business for life right I'm not sitting here going oh it's a just for now or it's like side hustle I'll I'll exit if I need to no this is this is my my brainchild this is my legacy and my business for the future so I thought I need to take that energy into the new year to be really intentional so if I want to do certain things I need to have a focus for every single month so foresight for me was planning things like oh my birthday's in January I never do like really do sales or money off any of my offers I was like I'll do a flash intensive sale for my birthday made a grand in a day do you know what I mean and I was like brilliant that's what I'll do so January was an intentional intensive month all the selling before that period led up to that so it was content created I knew what I was talking about I also knew my March end of March goal was to launch this podcast so between January and February that was so much work I needed to do to figure out how the hell to even set this shiz up <laughs> I didn't know mm. so I was reaching out to people I was doing all the research I was thinking about what is like my offer promise for this podcast what's the theme of it and I need to get that and then artwork so it's like right artwork has to be done by a certain stage and I need to also promote that this is coming and I need to structure it into my week so this will be a thing ongoing it was all very intentional and I also wanted to find out where my limits were for the most amount of people I could coach I hit that by March Mm. 
And I was like, great, okay, I'll hold my max, I'll bring it back down. So everything just felt, that Q1 was very, very, very intentional. Sounds Um, flowy. Yeah, and it it did allow me to rather feel like I'm spinning my wheels as I roll into the year, not knowing where my energy lies. I was like, instead of changing up, selling a different offer every two weeks, I was like, I'm going to stick to a certain thing and know what my sales look Mm. like or activity needs to be in those periods. I also know what money I want to bring in so I can dial things up or down. So everything was very intentional. So foresight is intention, clarity, and allowing myself to then be in flow with that one thing. And it was like almost boundaries around doing that one thing in that month. So structured and structure gave me peace of mind and freedom to just be in that one thing. And I was like, that's okay. Mm. That's next month's problem. That's next month's goal. We're in January. We're doing this. We're okay. So it really, really kind of became that North Star of focus, if you will. And I don't know what it's like for you. What does foresight, you know, what does that mean to you? Mm, I just want to say you said that so beautifully. Um, (laughs) And like the, the first thing that comes to mind is like this balance that I talk about a lot of like masculine and feminine energy and that doesn't necessarily have to be in relation to like spirituality I know Mm -hmm. people have like a different perspective on what those terms mean Mm. but for me I guess where this is coming from is every single thing every single human being has this like yin yang like the push the pull Mm. feminine masculine whatever you call it and like what it looks like for you which I had to learn the hard way at the beginning of business which I think a lot of women do is like we are conditioned and taught to lead very forcefully in order to be seen in order to take up space in order to make our voices heard and to be validated in what it is we're doing because we feel like we have something to prove Mm. and what that looks like you know how I see it is like that is a very masculine way to approach business it's very forceful it's very structured and disciplined and we almost build a really unhealthy relationship with hustle yeah to me this is like you Mm. know where hustle culture comes from yeah and when listening to you speak then like you actually found freedom in that so I think once you've gone through a phase of like hustling and burning out and pushing and you're constantly like onto the next thing onto the next thing Mm. it's like you're like a horse with like the blinkers on yeah and you don't see all of the things that are around you you don't see potential opportunities or you don't like you don't rest you're not like enjoying yeah like celebrating the wins in the moment right Mm -hmm. whereas as you describe it like that discipline you need a balance of both yeah it's not and I I see people do this they go from like burning out hustle to like oh now I'm an entrepreneur and I can sit and manifest my goals (laughs) and meditate every day and like if I want it enough I'll achieve it like that's also super toxic so you don't want to slide too far in one side or too far in the other Mm. it's about this like not 50 50 but it's It's kind of like work-life balance it doesn't exist yeah but it's kind of like this like it sometimes you'll need to be more in your masculine sometimes you'll need to be more in your feminine and I think this that skill like that skill of foresight for example but that skill of balancing those energies Mm. or that approach it it will change throughout the year but that to me is what a courageous leader is absolutely and in my business that's what I try to do like I need even though my brain fights it I need structure I need you know clarity and transparency on what it is I'm working on from a big picture point of view you know what's coming up in the next six months in the next year and our feminine are like 
need to flow and be in receiving mode doesn't like it and this is coming back to a point you were saying before about people are scared almost to plan too far ahead because they don't know what it's going to look their business will look Mm. like then or maybe they'll change their mind or maybe they won't enjoy it or maybe Mm. this happens or life happens and I think that's not the point of goal setting or like creating structure in your business like you want your goals to be yeah exactly like you want your business to flow with you Mm. but if you don't have any goal in there at all you have nothing to work towards it's literally like nothing spinning your wheels and being like I'm in flow I'm in all this stuff and I can do what I want it's like your your commitment phobe because you're Mm. you're thinking that actually Mm -hmm. there's a complete opposite to that which is not what we're saying we're actually saying and I think you coined this years ago with me it was like flexible structure it's that need for something Mm. to be in place to actually support you and to hold you accountable, but without it feeling like a rigid stranglehold. Because yes, your business Mm. is going to change and it might do quarterly. But the importance is, we also know the importance of sticking with something usually for 90 days will get you results. So we're also like stop flip-flopping because that's exhausting and taking away that energy. And you're also then generating way too much force and way too much of that masculine action energy because it's not got a direction. So you're constantly in push mode and that's where a lot of burnout comes from. Whereas in plan mode, <laughs> you get to have mm-hmm. both. There will ebb and flow. You get to yeah. have the feminine flow and surrender and creativity. And you also get to mm. know when you need to engage the masculine and the action and the doing. But if you are constantly, and this is why we see burnout, we're tangenting a little bit, is Burnout oftentimes comes from a lot of push and masculine energy based off comparison, Mm -hmm. based off of you thinking you should have been somewhere different and giving yourself a hard time instead of just closing laptop and rest. So planning also gives you this kind of like fluffy, comforting structure to be able to... Like a container. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see it as like a a container. Like if you just had, like imagine the ocean, Mm. like that's a body of water that is so expansive. Mm so powerful so everywhere could destroy the world in one tsunami do you know what I mean Uh, but if you want to channel that water into something Mm. that I don't know a waterfall that flows into a river that then gives people drinkable water I don't know where this analogy is going (laughs) but you need to be able you would have to get a cup yes and that cup is your structure that cup is your planning it's your Mm. accountability and it holds the space for and the water doesn't turn to stone mm. in the cup the water still flows but it had it's guided such a beautiful and analogy. I think this is what entrepreneurs crave like they crave mm. the amount of times I have conversations with people and their daily struggle is like I don't know what to prioritize mm. I feel like I'm pulled in a million different directions yeah. I don't know what I'm doing I don't know who I am am I capable and then that's where the self-doubt mm. starts to creep in so I think yeah. I don't think it's a tangent I think this the conversation around like masculine feminine mm. is so important in relation to planning because it's it's a skill also that needs to be practiced and yeah. one that will be unique to every individual business owner exactly. like for me mm-hmm. and you know we're very similar but like some of the things I take into consideration is in thinking about foresight is when is my period yeah. when are those weeks of the month where I, <laughs> yeah. I don't want to do yeah and where can I give myself a little bit of grace where can the 50 50 become 60 40 but holding a level of commitment to my business in terms of maybe I just focus on something else 
but because I have this goal in mind, you know, let's say for example, with you, the podcast launch, you might've had a week where recording what you didn't really want to be seen. You want to just like mm-hmm. hermit away and whatever, but maybe I work on this instead, which is still going to chip away and get you closer to the goal. Yeah. Um, but you're giving yourself that flexibility to flow. Yeah. Cause you're guided, right? Yeah. Planning gives you peace, peace of mind, mm. peace of everything. <laughs> Don't resist it, guys. Don't um, resist it. <laughs> honestly, it's, and we say this as seasoned business owners, right? So we want to kind of skip all the bits where you haven't planned and just help you figure out how to do it from whatever stage of business you're at right now. Because, yeah, it's, and it doesn't mean that suddenly you're this like CEO with like structure that feels awful. It's like, as Abby said, it's so unique to you and how you show up in the world as well, but it's recognizing that it's a beautiful necessity in order for you to be focused and intentional and not burnt out and to build a business that's sustainable as well, because you can't Mm -hmm. be a sustainable business without a plan and an intent and goals. And no, you might not always hit them. Like I have so many goals in my agency and my coaching and I have a little like spreadsheet and it, and it moves, you know, I'm like, Oh, I predict, you know, I'd, I'll have four, four clients cross line in December and maybe I get one. And I'm like, okay, let's see what the push mode and energy I have to maybe make that happen in January. looks like, so it's all, but it's there with goals, with actions, with intentions, so that you are able to prioritize as you say that was such a key thing is you're able to prioritize what matters to you what matters to the business and you're not spinning your wheels because that's the worst part of it is and if this has made you think oh I need to look at my financial spreadsheets please do because honestly they're not as scary and to be honest they surprise the shit out of my clients half the time when they do look at them they're like (laughs) oh I did better than I thought and I'm like yeah let's go bigger (laughs) next year you know and it's like (laughs) nine times out of ten spreadsheets are actually a good thing and they give you calm and comfort because you can see the numbers and then you get to play with them and you get to play with the possibility of what else you can do where else this can go and you don't have to have massive dreams but you might just want to be like oh I'd like to actually be able to put like you know 500 a grand in my savings account every month we'll plan for it like really mm. you want those goals you need to make a plan for them to come to fruition with flow with action too so you know mm. this has been so good so valuable. I feel like we've said everything we need to say. I was like, I was going to ask you something else. And I was like, I think, I think we've got the message yeah. home. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. So yeah, I think, I think we can, unless there's anything else you want to add up. So I was going to wrap it up. Yeah. I just think that these things can feel scary and until you look at them mm-hmm. and there is no better space to do that than inside of Courage to Lead. Mm-hmm. I'm going to plug us because yes. The way that we have designed this mastermind Mm. is you have these touch points in your month Mm. to do these things that we're talking about, to review, to reflect, to reimagine what you want the month to look like, the quarters to look like, the Mm. year. And from a, you know, an embodiment and a mindset perspective, like the energy you'll bring into your business, like Mm. doing it in community with other women who are daring to like set those big financial goals Mm. to set those you know create things that's never been created before to you know pivot into something unknown to like be more of themselves every day like it can do wonders and we've experienced it so if you're looking for that support in January like don't be afraid to reach out to us and just see what that might look like yeah we'll leave all the links in the show notes for the program and for us on Instagram if you want to come and ask us questions and we're going to be closing the doors on the 31st of December so you still have time 
you know, consider it, chop it up and just know that it's going to be a very worthwhile investment for you next year if you're a service provider or coach and you want to have a little bit of this in your life every month because we're going to make some big moves and some big, beautiful changes in women's businesses. And also, as you say, help them embody that leadership, that authority, that confidence, like confidence is such a necessary beautiful thing that you know you dial that up a little bit everything suddenly seems possible so that's what we're here to do as well I'm so excited (laughs) well thank you my love and we will we got another episode are we done I can't remember (laughs) one more episode we're going to be talking about money there you go see our brain talking about profit I forgot about that one that's a juicy one too lots of spreadsheets for that no I'm joking It's always a spreadsheet for everything in my brain. All right, you're gonna scare people away. No, no, I'll love they'll love it. Thank you for listening, and we will see you and uh, see you on the next episode.